Hi, this is David. I bet you've heard the saying that food is medicine. But the thing is, we also want our food to be quick and tasty. Factor has the solution. Their delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. They deliver prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including Kato, Calorie Smart, Vegan and Veggie, and more. Plus, there's extra things to enjoy. They have over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons, like snacks and smoothies, that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. You'll be glad to hear that Factor is affordable. I've done the math. and Factor meals are less expensive than takeout. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Your Right to Be Happy by Frank and Marion Van Epps, published in 1922. Joy and happiness are the birthright of every human being, and there is a sure way to realize it. Our capacity for happiness and our eagerness for it are evidence of this fact. Reason shows that the evident purpose of the Creator is that all of us should be happy and satisfied. But how? Where do people miss their way? Why do they not find it? If there is any way of peace and happiness, why has it not been found and followed all these ages? Surely it would seem that all people would rush toward the way that releases them from their burdens, if such a way were pointed out. But is it so? Point out to someone what you have found to help bring about a joyful life, and you will not always find that there will be a rush to try the same. People have a habit of objecting, arguing, or hesitating, rather than accepting with eagerness the way of deliverance. Too often they ask that foolish question, Why is it that way, and not otherwise? It is not so much asking questions that leads to freedom, as believing and following the truth when it is pointed out. The truth does no one any good, unless we accept it and act upon it. There is such a thing as joy on a scientific basis. Joy based on known principles and laws. Happiness that endures and cannot be destroyed or taken away, but can be depended upon as permanent. It is above and beyond the affairs of the world and not dependent upon them. 
So let us now investigate as a scientific matter the secret of this happiness to proceed step by step and ascertain its principles and laws and then to apply them so as to have the science and the art of being joyous, happy, and satisfied. Happiness is commonly considered to be that state in which all is going well. We enjoy life, we enjoy good fortune, we realize of the good. We look upon our experience as a whole and see that the general trend of our affairs is good. We are in a state where we have a sense of sufficiency, and so we are satisfied. Have enough. This is really a state of the inner and essential person, and therefore is a state of mind or spirit. From the philosophical standpoint, it must have its origin not in things or in circumstances, or even in people. Whatever things, circumstances, or people may be, one still may not be happy or satisfied because of them. And yet, one can be happy in spite of them. The person is supreme. From the standpoint of human experience, we may say the same, for experience corroborates the conclusion reached by our reasoning from the nature of things. Watch those whose position in the world, whose possession of things, whose circumstances, and whose relationships with others would seem sufficient ground for happiness and contentment. And yet you find that they are not always happy. Often they seem the farthest from such a state. On the other hand, we find many happy people, though they are without the things, circumstances, or people that are considered by many as necessary to happiness. It requires no deep penetration to perceive that those happy people are supreme above things, above circumstances, and above relations to others. Master and not slave, and contain within themselves the essential requirements for happiness and satisfaction. It is on you, therefore, that rests the responsibility for your condition. It must be in you that good is realized and satisfaction found, and the source can be nothing else than the infinite spirit. A great mistake made by many people has been that they have sought satisfaction in things lower on the scale of being than themselves, and they have thus necessarily been disappointed. Seek and you shall find does not mean seek beneath you, but above you. When we look above things, above even ourselves, and seek from a higher source. All satisfaction must be found with definiteness and certainty, and our birthright must be realized. There is a region of our being, call it deep or call it high, 
that is beyond the fluctuation of affairs, beyond the changes of relations with others, beyond the shifting of all external things. It is the region of cause, and so above effects. From this region we can look down upon all things with the air of a master. But how can we get there? How can we get into that state which makes trouble, anxiety, and all the rest of such things, not even memories anymore? This is a scientific and a practical question. The Apostle Paul points out the way to this desired state, and it is not sanctimonious piety, but what science, philosophy, and experience confirm. The first step is, quote, Rejoice in the Lord at all times. In other words, rejoice in your divinity, in your connection to God, and in the life you now live. Those who are in the habit of complaining, of grumbling at nearly everything, will find this apparently a hard thing to do, and may ask, how can one rejoice at all times? How can one rejoice when things seem bad and people seem hostile or treacherous? Let such people lay aside everything preconceived, all their past, and but think. Let them not meet the suggestion of the way of help with an objection. Is it possible to rejoice or be glad all the time? To be free from the fluctuations of joy and depression? Is it a matter of one's own choice? Can happiness be brought into the human heart that is weighed down? Can the shadows and the darkness be dispelled? To all these questions there is one answer. Yes. To rejoice in our divinity and connection with the Creator is to be able to withdraw from the outward thing or situation which may seem unpleasant and unbearable. Thus God is a practical refuge. We may flee to our secret place and in the silence, alone with God, meditate and pray in secret. It is our sure sanctuary and citadel. The secret is to live constantly in conscious oneness with God, and thus rejoicing because of this relation. People have too much lived in physical things, putting thought and effort upon them, seeking happiness in them, and acting as if all depended on them. All this is a great mistake. Everyone must, like the prodigal child, come to ourselves and return back from whence we came. The wonderful parable of the prodigal son, which we can also extend to prodigal daughters, illustrates human experience and how satisfaction is finally to be obtained after trying all kinds of mistaken ways and finding them disappointing. 
There is a proper place and proper use of things, but they should never be placed in your consideration above yourself, but subject to you. You should rule them and never allow yourself to be ruled by them. Many people, partially seeing this point and endeavoring to free themselves from bondage to their surroundings, have grown careless of the real nature and worth of things. From the extreme of living solely for houses, lands, and clothes, they now go about carelessly dressed. Their homes are poorly kept, and their obligations are never met. This is all wrong. Whatever tends to beautify the person or their surroundings, and all that is beautiful in this world that we call nature, have their part and place in the elevation of us, and thus they make us more susceptible to those higher things which we are seeking. We must cultivate the attitude of joy and gladness, for this very state of mind is power, and it leads to effective operation and desired results. Nothing else will bring one to enjoy life, and everything in life, more than rejoicing as a persistent and cultivated attitude. It is the first step in mastering a situation. It is culture of the best kind. How to do this is simple. It requires a decided use of the will, intelligently directed. We should look our situation over and see that we are of more importance than any situation in which we may be. The diamond is more than its setting. Things are not so bad as they seem. Let us determine that, however things may seem, whatever may come up, however serious or complicated all may appear, before we do anything else. We will rejoice in our relation to the infinite. Rejoice in the fact that we are in vital touch and communion with the power that rules all things and works all things together with us for the good. Let us get the good out of the situation. Rest assured the good is there, whether we see it or not. We must look until we do see it. Seek and ye shall find. One finds what one looks for. Rejoice right in and through everything that confronts you. Use rejoicing as your means to effect results. Overcome everything in this way. Let nothing put you down. At all times and all the time, rejoice right through everything you can be calm and steady. It is easy to be bold when you realize that you have God backing you in everything. With such resources always at hand, fear or hesitation is ridiculous. The first step is to assume joy, to put it on as a garment. Sing joy and rejoice till your whole being vibrates with the idea. Then you must keep at it, 
until your circumstances so vibrate and reverberate. Keep at it until all who come near you catch the same keynote and vibrate in harmony. When you strike one key of the piano, the whole instrument catches the vibration and rings in harmony. So as one person rings true to the infinite, they awaken all humanity to harmonious vibration, and the music of human life is brought out in greater beauty and power.